What's up, future changemakers? You're listening to Impact India, a podcast that deep dives into the epic stories of social entrepreneurs and social innovation in India. Impact India is sponsored by CauseArtist, your go-to social impact lifestyle online platform for all things social goodness around the world. And I'm your host, Jasmine Rain, social entrepreneur and director of content at CauseArtist. You can connect with me on Instagram at Jasmine Rain. All right, no stopping us now, full speed ahead. Let's jump into today's episode. Tourism is a powerful platform for experiential learning and sustainable development. In India, it is also a catalyst for opportunities that can eradicate poverty and preserve culture and heritage, while instilling a need to nurture our earth by connecting its diverse landscapes with citizens, both domestic and global. Tackling injustices and carving new paths of discovery starts with leveraging diverse voices and levels of experience and knowledge from leaders in both rural and urban communities. Ultimately, travel is a learning platform and through Sustainable Travel Network, we are building a community of lifelong learners who are consistently striving to do better. Through virtual and in-person educational experiences, policy creation and community building, We're helping create the future of travel where people in the planet are placed first, helping the industry scale sustainably. That is the beautiful new manifesto that we recently wrote for the Sustainable Travel Network. And I am so honored to once again, welcome back um, Kelsey White uh, from our Sustainable Travel Network team to chat about, you know, uh, you know, the last time we chatted about STN, we were in a very, very different place. It was about, you know, eight, eight or so months ago. You know, and we were talking about scaling and how to, you know, how to start taking all of our messaging and, um, you know, practices for, you know, creating a sustainable industry out to various organizations and policy policymakers. And, and, you know, now we are, you know, five months into a global pandemic and uh, India is facing a realm of issues when it comes to, to the tourism industry. So, you know, before we dive into that, just want to say, Kelsey White, welcome back to the show. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be back with you, Jasmine, as always. Yes, thank you so much for joining me. Kelsey's joining all the way from Alberta, Canada. Um, she recently moved back home, um, but has been such a, you know, a, a pillar in the work that we do at Sustainable Travel Network, as well as uh, the work that we're doing through Hotter World. And um, it's also been great to have somebody who's outside the country um, and can observe everything from, you know, an actual global scale and, and have a global perspective since, you know, the rest of our team is here in India and, you know, as a team of tourism leaders that are running projects, it has been so challenging, you know, in terms of even just our mental health, trying to keep up with the daily changes, the shifts in the industry, you know, trying to make sure that we actually have businesses coming out of this and like how to pivot to make sure that we are, you know, addressing goals of sustainability as well as the needs of the country during this time. So I just wanted to quickly state like a few, a few issues that are currently being faced in India for those who are outside the country. But, you know, on a global scale, you know, the global tourism market um, has incurred a 320 billion dollar loss between January and May. And um, that's straight from the United Nations World Tourism Organization. So uh, right, right there, it's, it's, 
it's alarming to think that this industry that has boosted so many economies for so, so long has just, has it completely crashed. It seems that we need to build up from, you know, we have to build from the bottom up again. You know, in India, states are struggling to decide what rules to implement for domestic travel and quarantine norms. You know, destinations that rely solely on tourism are, you know, absolutely lacking access to any additional economic resources, which also poses the question, how do we ensure that these destinations are not relying solely on one industry for economic sustainability moving forward? And on top of that, you know, even with travel bans starting to lift, locals are not as welcoming to domestic travelers currently due to you know, fear and uncertainty about the virus. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of fear tactics being implemented by mainstream media. I know, you know, I know myself and my husband and some friends were hoping to you know, escape to Himachal um, you know, at some time this summer uh, as I'm based in, in Chandigarh, which so it's not too far of a drive. Um, but, you know, we, we heard rumors, and of course, who knows if they're true, but we've heard rumors that, you know, driving in across the border with, you know, a Punjab license plate might actually, you know, result in uh, violence uh, towards the vehicle because people really don't want anyone coming through, um, especially when, again, there's so many asymptomatic cases and, again, just uncertainty. So, you know, those are just a few of the things that are happening. And, you know, another one is definitely like a lack of grant funding for tourism-based projects. You know, the, the government has definitely been struggling to find ways to support um, tourism-based projects as well as startups. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking of this this morning while brushing my teeth, like not only are we facing a pandemic, but we're also facing an epidemic <laughs> of the same like Uncle G male voices overtaking the conversation about what we need to do next to fuel the tourism industry. Um, you know, everyone's talking from, you know, we're, we're hearing a lot of conversation, a lot of conferences. Uh, the Economic Times just held a conference that unfortunately I just couldn't even sit through because not only was it dominated by male voices, there wasn't even any young people in there to talk about, you know, the innovations that have been happening all this time. So we're just hearing from major tourism brands um, and it's just so evident that, you know, even in a time like this, they, there, there's still a lack of awareness around the need for diverse voices and the need for sustainability during this time. So, Kels, you know, I'd love to, you know, pose the question to you, you know, where do you think we need to go as Sustainable Travel Network um, and as just, you know, leaders in the industry that are across India that are listening right now or, you know, people who are, you know, international um, travel operators or, you know, any partners that are outside of India that work within the Indian like tourism space. What do you think is the next step for us? Mm, yes. Thank you, Jasmine. It's, as you said, it has been a challenging couple of months for all of us. And at STN, um, each of us have taken on uh, hits to our our businesses as well as our mental health as you mentioned and when that happens especially if that happens uh, to individuals who are working on that small scale then it's incredibly difficult to try and move forward and and try to stay connected with the work that you, you might be passionate for if you can't do it. Um, and so we, we've struggled with that uh, within our own um, administration and we've struggled that with that from our community members in STN and um, it's mind boggling really to think about where we were when we were last sat down together talking about STN 
uh, for Impact India. And uh, it's just one of those incredible things that we truly can never tell the future. And so we like to keep that in mind, of course, when, when we are moving forward post COVID or along with COVID, of course, because we don't know, we don't know what kind of time frame we're looking at. And probably there's all of this talk about get back to normal after COVID. And um, I am very skeptical of that kind of language myself because what what if what if we could what is this normal what was the normal that we were looking at before and and there were there were things that were um in place within the tourism industry uh that weren't good enough before and so and so what we want to look at is if now everything is changed and we've been we've been torn down and brought down to base level, to the foundational ground. So if that's where we're at, then we have an opportunity, a very unique opportunity to build back up a, an industry that has seen such losses that, that could be transformational, truly transformational in the way that we want travel to be, in the way that all of us go out as uh, I mean, I, I know for the STN administration, all of us are travelers and wanderers at heart and just wanting to share the, uh, as, as you read in the, in the manifesto, this, this incredible experiential learning journey with as many people as possible. And so with COVID, STN is looking at how we can provide a platform to diverse and vulnerable voices within the tourism sector. Walk away from those old Uncle G's who've been reciting the same lines for the past 20 years, right? And then we can come together. We can come together as these diverse leaders in the tourism sector to learn and to collaborate and, and create ideas of the next steps. Um, and, and so... These are the things that I get excited about, um, which, which it's a rare, and I'm finding it's a rare thing these days to feel hopeful. Um, but this is one thing, this is one thing that gets me hopeful because we, we live in a world where, where travel has been reduced to these check boxes these Instagram likes, these, these things that, oh, I'm going to go to the Rainbow Mountain in Peru because somebody else did and I'm just going to take that same picture. And, and we want our communities to be engaged and we want our, our travelers to be engaged with the communities. Those things aren't separate. And, and we're operating from a place where those things have been separate and it's been locals against visitors. And, um, and, and with our borders being closed, with a lot of in, like international travel is starting to open up, but it, mostly it's closed. Um, so, so we're going to have to start right at home. And, and, and in India, 
there, as you were talking about Jasmine, you may not even be able to go out to the mountains. Well, and I'll tell you too, that uh, that same kind of um, fear that which that's violence out of fear has been happening in Canada as well. I live relatively close to uh, the, the border to um, British Columbia, which is a neighboring province. And it's right in the, the, the mountain ranges there's a, the border runs right through the mountain ranges. So lots of people will go out to mountain towns for the weekend to um, get away. And, and they just cross over in the last 50 kilometers to get to that town, they cross over to a different province. And Albertan plates, Albertan license plates on vehicles have experienced vandalism um for for and so that's i mean that's happening that's happening in india and it's happening in canada you know we are all more alike than we are different uh for better or for worse but um our 2020 goals for stn um really hone into that that localized community-based engagement and so that means developing a membership networks, excuse me, developing a membership network so that domestic travelers within India can see who's participating in this kind of travel and that STN can gather all of our members together and promote our members um, and, and really kind of bridge that divide between provider and client or tourist organization and tourists between locals and visitors. And so that's increasing marketing efforts kind of on all sides. It's a, it's a product that, that visitors want and, and it's a service that the local communities need. And I mean, it sounds like that should be relatively easy, but uh, with COVID, we are but in we're all spread very thin. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all spread very thin, and it takes a toll. So that means growing our team, which which we're figuring out how to do, um, and it also means growing our tourism chala, which at one point we weren't even sure if we were able to do it again this year. And what I'm, what I'm so thrilled about is that we've been able to break through that and, and be creative and think outside the box and figure out how we can uh, move forward into, into our tourism shala, um, which I, I will say Jasmine has been, uh, you've played a huge role in that in getting us to the point where we can say, yes, let's go ahead with this. Thank you for saying that, but you know, I don't even think I need thanks. It's just, um, you know, this is, this is what I've always been passionate about. And like, you know, as someone who's been working with me closely at how to world through STN, um, you know, these, this is also, this is just so embedded in who we are and, you know, it's, we can't stay silent, especially when we have such an amazing and diverse community. Um, that deserve to be heard, that deserve to be part of the conversation, uh, that deserve to be part of the change and actually know how to get us there. Because at the end of the day, like 
the, the, the biggest issue, again, that we're facing is like, we have everyone at the top is speaking for everyone at the bottom, which is usually what happens in almost every, in every societal makeup, regardless of industry, et cetera. Like, we need to be able to connect to what is happening on the ground to understand the real issues and connect with every single person part of that you know if if i mean if we're looking at it from like a bottom up or top down approach then obviously we're look, maybe we're looking at kind of like a pyramid here but we need we need each step each each pillar that making up that pyramid to connect because at the end of the day when you actually a pyramid is probably the best way to, to look at it in terms of an analogy because the bottom of the pyramid is thick and it's big and it's what you know it's the foundation of building up you know where we need to go so if you know all of these incredible leaders and projects that are actually fostering collaboration and sustainability and localization um, you know, if, if they're at the bottom doing all this work, but the guys at the top of the pyramid who have kind of like built up from this are not reconnecting and, you know, bring, building an ecosystem within the tourism industry, there's, there's no way that anything moving forward can be sustainable. You know, even mm -hmm. if we're just looking at the economic side, um, we cannot just pump money into, you know, for example, big old heritage spaces, like, you know, heritage resorts right. and... Um, you know, for the longest time, you know, the, the, the tourism boards and, and, you know, Tourism India, Incredible India have, have been focusing far too much energy into promoting, um, you know, tourism associated with, um, you know, the royal history of India and, you know, sending our, our travelers on these very, you know, mainstream tours like the you know like the golden triangle where they're they're basically just doing delhi agra and jaipur and doing the same spots every time and we're not actually seeing any of that money go into the local economy go into the local community to actually foster any kind of you know support or or well just in general sustainability for the for the destination you know like there's a reason that people don't like going to agra because as much money that goes into the Taj Mahal, you know, Agra has not been developed the way it should have been after all of these years with all of those tourism dollars coming in. You know, why yeah. isn't that community being nurtured in a way that makes it a place that people actually want to stay? Because there is nothing sustainable about a tourist landing in Delhi and you know, taking a private car to Agra for 24 hours, not even just to see the Taj Mahal and then driving back because they, they don't feel safe or they don't feel like there's enough activity. Um, and as Kelsey and I both know, there's tons to do in Agra. But, you know, just like as a small example of, you know, the fact that like there's there's other projects that could be supported in that area, even Shiro's, which is our favorite cafe run by survivors of um, acid attacks. You know, there's we need to start connecting all of these 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 pieces together and i feel like i usually get down into the into the details of it because i get so excited about all the amazing amazing initiatives that we do come across but you know looking at you know moving forward with the tourism shallow this year so we are planning to do a two-day event um, this year, which is very, very exciting. It's all going to be virtual, of course, um, which is really exciting because it also opens up the opportunity for you know partners across the world who are invested in the tourism industry here in India to participate and 
connect with the incredible leaders and projects that are running here so that when we get to our, I want to say our next normal, um, you know, we can have more collaboration within the sustainability, uh, within sustainability in the sector. So we're looking at World Tourism Weekend, which is Saturday, September 26th and Sunday, September 27th. Um, and Kelsey, why don't you let us know, what do we have planned for everybody? What kind of discussions are we going to be talking about? You know, what are the goals that we're hoping to get out of all of this amazing conversation? Oh, Jasmine, let me <laughs> tell you. We, we have great topics set up for our sessions. Like, we are going to talk about how to nurture sustainable tourism post-pandemic. We're going to talk about how to boost localization through travel. We're going to foster collaboration across the hospitality and tourism sector. We're going to talk about innovating tourism with social enterprise models. We're going to talk about how to engage <laughs> domestic tourists in mindful travel. Yeah, and one. we're going to talk about how the tourism industry has affected local artisans as well who do very hands-on stuff and and I mean I do want to touch on that a little bit because we are doing a virtual shala right we're going all the virtual and so what you what you've said here is that we can what we're going to be learning through this event is we're going to be learning how we can do more virtual events in the future and so I'm I'm interested I'm so interested in um, taking these things that are very hands-on, that are very tactical, and and turning them into uh, something that can be accessed beyond, uh, just beyond, right? And and be accessed in general because right now there is no access. Um, we we are going to have some great panel discussions. Um, we're going to talk about communities that were left behind the silent stories of India's tourism section, sector. My goodness, I am speaking all over the place tonight, but this, this panel specifically is in conversation with the leaders of, of projects, on the ground projects that are experiencing real challenges of, of COVID. And these are the people that are at the base of that pyramid that you talked about. And um, with the system, set up the way it is now, their lives are getting crushed. And so we don't hear their stories and they do get left behind and, and we can also say they fall through the cracks. That's another phrase. And so we're going to be shining a light there and uh, making sure that in this next normal, we are paying special attention to those lives. And we're also going to talk about what's, what's next, connecting with communities, that solely rely on tourism. This is your classic thing. This is what you're talking about with Agra. My favorite things to do in Agra have almost nothing to do with the Taj Mahal. Um, but we've seen the way, we've seen the way that that city has evolved over the years to, own, to be Taj centric, right? We see it in in Jessamir, um, we sit in so many different places where these communities, um, own, their only source of income is tourism. And so, so what is next um, for them and, and, and how can they move forward into something else and what do they need moving forward?
Um, so that's a little taste. That's a little taste test on what we're going to be talking about. And I'm just, I'm just so thrilled. Um, I mean, we're all about getting people on board for this and, um, and we're going to be releasing some of our um, guest speakers and some of some of our panelists as well. Um, and it's going to be a pretty interactive thing. Like that's the struggle with um, online content all the time is that it can feel sort of one-sided. And so with our, with our sessions, we're really going to, you know, get people to break out and talk in smaller groups and, and really um, break down what these topics are. And so it's a participatory event. It's not, no one, no one's going to be sitting back <laughs> for any of it. You have to engage. Yeah, I think that's really, that's what I think is actually so unique about our tourism challenge model is that we're not inviting you to just come and listen to some conversation. We're inviting you into the conversation. We're inviting you to come in and ideate uh, solutions and, and collaborate with other leaders across the sector so that all of your expertise and lived experiences can actually, you know, be used to create something powerful for the future of tourism. Um, and uh, what I think is actually beautiful. So last year, you know, we, we did a hackathon which helped us launch our the first edition of our, of our STN manuscript. And, you know, the idea was that every year when we do the tourism shallow, we would be updating the manuscript, um, you know, with current challenges and solutions for various stakeholders across the tourism industry to play their role in, in, in reaching sustainability within the sector. Uh, this year, instead of having, you know, a very specific hackathon to work through that because we're facing such, you know, unique and also very diverse um, challenges because of COVID, um, our panel discussions will actually be followed by interactive sessions where you can be, you're, you're coming together to, um, you know, with prompts and uh, to discuss with leaders and to actually, and we're actually going to be giving you resources and, you know, tangible things like actual takeaways not just learning takeaways but actual takeaways that you can you know once you're once you leave us at the tourism shala you go back to your team you go back to your organization and you're like hey guys here's what we need to do now and you know implementation and this is, yes and and this is huge because uh, tourism shall and STN in general has always been about holding ourselves and our communities accountable for the action that needs to be taken. So the tourism shallow really encompasses all of uh, the, the expert education side, the connection and collaboration, um, you know, the diving deeper into the root of problems, um, you know, um, collaborating on different solutions to those challenges and then building resources and accessing accessing new tools that you can start implementing right away. Um, and I think this is something that we definitely were a little bit more challenged by last year when we were putting together the manuscript. Um, but this year, because the, well, obviously because the, the, the issue is an issue we're all facing. You know, everyone in the tourism industry has been affected. Everyone, globally, every single human yeah. has been affected yeah. by the pandemic. But specifically in tourism, when it's an industry that is not accessible during this time, uh, the only solution is to come together and collaborate and find opportunity to move forward. So um, we're going to have, uh, we're actually, I think when this episode goes live, uh, we might not have all of our marketing out. But if you are somebody 
um, listening and are like, oh my goodness, first of all, I'm not part of STN. I should be part of STN. Or, <laughs> or you're thinking, wow, I'm um, definitely a good person to talk on you know, X, Y, and Z topics that we mentioned. Um, hit us up. Um, you can jump over to sustainabletravelnetwork.com slash tourismshella, and that will be in the show notes as well. Um, you can access our speaker form if you want to sign up to be a speaker. You can access our waiting list for when our tickets go live. Um, currently, we are um, we are going to be offering um, tickets like uh, uh, tickets free of charge as well as donation based uh, or sponsored tickets. So we'll we'll keep you guys posted about that. But we do ask that if you are um, economically sound during this time to contribute what you can to our organization so that we can continue doing the work that we are doing and we, so we can expand our team and invest in resources and the time and energy it takes to um, really start knocking down the doors of policymakers and tourism boards so we can actually implement real the real change and real action that our entire community is trying to cultivate. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of leave us with that. I guess, Kelsey, did you have- Well, and I, I would like to add one thing to Jasmine said, what Jasmine said. Jasmine said, if you're listening and you think that you're a good fit for one of, one of the topics to come speak on it, um, I, I would like to push that as well and say, if you're passionate um, about one of the topics, then- then apply to speak on it. Like there's no harm in applying. And um, this is something that I've learned directly from Jasmine is that is that you can go for something uh, before you really know what you're doing. Um, and we really support that as well too. Um, and so don't feel intimidated at all um, about any of our sign-up sheets. Uh, we, we want people's voices. Um, and so if you think that you are a good fit in any way, then just apply. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I think a big part of becoming a leader in the space is taking risks, taking, taking up opportunities, exploring them. And, and again, lived experiences are so, so valuable. Like what you are learning in the field, you have no idea if others know, like, your, just know that your knowledge and your experiences are powerful and can totally be catalysts for change. So absolutely, if you feel like those are just topics that you think that you would love to dive deeper into individually or maybe as your team, please do reach out. Um, we're really, really excited to start rolling this out. All of our marketing is rolling out this month in August and uh, our tickets will be available by mid-August. And of course, um, again, if you have any questions or want to connect, just jump over to sustainabletravelnetwork.com. Um, Kelsey, thank you so much for your time today. I'm so glad we could dive back into all the amazing things that we're working towards. And I know it has been quite the half of a year, um, but I'm really grateful uh, to have you know you and our amazing team to move forward to actually create a platform for this type of work. So thank you so much for your time to join me today. Oh goodness, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Ha, feeling inspired? See what other impact stories we have to share over on causeartist.com. Be sure to subscribe for weekly updates from Grant and I about content, giveaways, and new episodes from Disruptors for Good and Impact India. Looking to learn more about social impact and conscious living in India? 
Hit me up on Instagram at Jasmine Rain. Cheers, friends.